And we are back. Welcome back to The Hop. This episode is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX is the spot for all your essential workout and supplement needs. Now, we talk about the protein in the pre-workout all the time, but if you're looking for something different, specifically something dedicated toward immune system support, digestive support, and a natural boost in energy, you need to check out their super greens. Now, you can add these greens to your daily shake, and they support optimal health. They're made of raw, farm-to-table ingredients to keep your immune system healthy with the proper nutrition. And you can check them out at the site at fnxfit.com to find these awesome greens and elevate your workout to the highest possible level. Let's rise up together with FNX Fitness. And don't forget to enter HOPOD15 at checkout. That's HOPOD15 at checkout for 15% off of your order. Uh, let's grab a drink. It's the middle of July. Whew. We're ready to drink some beer, and we're really excited about this episode because we're drinking, uh, I would say, the smallest brewery we've ever had on the show. Sm- uh, small but mighty. Small and mighty and yes. new and exciting and fun. We're drinking Rhythm Brewing out of New Haven, Connecticut, and I can almost guarantee you've never heard of them. But that's okay because we're here to educate. We're here to provide and uh, we're going to introduce you guys to a really, really awesome brewery. Uh, if you are a regular listener of the show, thank you. Welcome back. If you're new, welcome in. You can follow the show at the HO Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Um, your reviews are really valuable to us. They help us make the show better for you. Uh, so uh, please get out there and do all of those things. You can also find us on Spotify, Google, Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, we are there and we are here for you guys. If you're looking for a craft beer podcast, we are the, the guys to do it. And you can email the show if you have suggestions, questions, anything you'd like. Uh, we are the HOPod at gmail.com. And we're going to dive right into it. We're going to head into the news like we always do, and we're going to kick things off with the uh, industry awards from the Brewers Association. The the Brewers Association announced their uh, 2020 industry awards. These awards have been recognizing individuals who inspire, defend, and innovate uh, within the craft brewing industry. They've been around since 1987, and the 2020 recipients have recently been announced. The Brewers Association Recognition Award goes to Oscar Wong, He's a founder of Highland Brewing Company in Asheville, North Carolina, which is the first craft brewery in North Carolina, or was. Well done, sir. Today, he's recognized as the father of Asheville craft beer, plenty of craft beer in Asheville, North Carolina, big craft beer city, uh, and he's about to celebrate his 80th birthday. So Not bad. Congrats, Oscar. Uh, their Ru- Russell Scherer Award for Innovation went to Brendan McGivney. He's the chief, chief operations officer for Ardell Brewing Company in Fort Collins, Colorado. He's a hop pioneer. He's kind of a big hop guru uh, in the industry. He 
is recognized for aiding the development of new hops, um, making those hops available to smaller craft beer breweries, uh, building farmer brewer relationships, uh, and serving as part of the hop quality group, discovering the innovative process of fresh grind hops. So if you get your hands on some beer with some crazy new hop in it, it might be thanks to Brendan McGivney. And it's, for that, it's got an award attached to it. He's got the Russell Scherer Award. Um, and finally, the FX Matt Defense of the Industry Award went to Adam DeBauer, who is the co-founder of Austin Beer Works in Austin, Texas. He works as a champion for small breweries in Texas uh, in 2017. He also founded Craft Pack, which is a politi- political action committee dedicated to advancing the rights of Texas craft brewers. So all three of these young men... I'm including 80-year-old Oscar in that group. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. Great, uh, innovative um, contributors to the craft beer industry have been at it for years and years, in fact, decades and decades, and uh, the Brewers Association has recognized them for their achievements. Thank you, gentlemen. FX Matt Defense of the Industry Award. I feel like that should come with a trophy and like a sash of some sort. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, feels, it feels like a military award. Yeah, honestly. right. For all you sour fans out there, you'll definitely love this. Uh, California Wild Ales, which is San Diego's only all-sour brewery, will begin shipping its barrel-aged wild ale outside of California. Now, you will be able to find their products in Alaska, Connecticut, Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New York, and D.C. And you can order the beer online from California's Wild Ales website and have it delivered directly to your front door if you live in those states. Uh, They will also be launching a 2020 bottle club, giving members access to exclusive benefits, including limited bottle releases. And they offer a lot of really awesome products. Just just take a trip with me here. They're they're most popular. Okay, pineapple upside down cake. Our best-selling beer, this pastry sour, is made with grilled pineapple dusted with brown sugar and homemade maraschino-style cherries using fresh California cherries and a homemade reduction consisting of simple syrup, fresh cinnamon, star anise, and allspice. Stand up. Take a bow. Are you kidding me? That sounds incredible. Uh, They've got also uh, their Black and Blue, their Carlsbad Blueberry, their Rosé. They've they've got quite a big selection. And uh, like we said, shipping out now available in those states. uh, So you sour fans, get on it. Next up in the news and notes, Anheuser-Busch is getting sued again. Ruh-roh. Uh, Anheuser-Busch has been sued by a Connecticut wholesaler alleging that the company conspired with a now former employee of the wholesaler to damage that business and force a sale of the distributorship. Stick with me on this. It's confusing as shit. Um, (laughs) DiCello Distributors is the company uh, in Connecticut. They distribute ABI products in uh, a a number of regions around the state. Uh, They are claiming that Anheuser-Busch engaged in an ongoing conspiracy with Sal DeBetta, the former CEO of DiCello Distributors, uh, to undermine the company and force President John Hall's family to sell the business to Anheuser-Busch. The lawsuit alleges a breach of fiduciary duty, breach of contract, unfair trade practices, tortious interference, and fraud and theft. Does your head hurt yet? The company is seeking... $1.5 
monetary and punitive damages, attorney's fees and costs, and a finding that the equity agreement is invalid and unenforceable and other relief. Also, you can read about this if you want to. There's a lot of uh, information about this. Basically, they're they're alleging that Anheuser-Busch, their equity agreements basically try to force wholesalers and distributors to uh, give managers, quote, a piece of the action. Um, so they're basically saying that Anheuser-Busch's equity agreements with their distributors is is not fair um, or built to help the company themselves. Uh, this guy, Sal DiBetto, worked for Anheuser-Busch for more than 30 years before he then joined DiCello um, and worked for them from 2013 to 2016. So um, this guy was a former ABI employee, started working for the company, and according to this lawsuit, they say he was conspiring with Anheuser-Busch against them. It's a dog-eat-dog <laughs> world out there, Stephen. It's an Anheuser-Busch eat-everything-else world out there. They're huge, so people are coming for them. People want their their good good. I I want it. Uh, sign let's, me up. Let's sue Anheuser Busch. Yeah. <laughs> Comment. Hot, send us an email. What you think we should sue them for? The Hot Podcast sues Anheuser Busch. <laughs> we'll find something. <laughs> and finally, uh, some new drinks in the works. Several companies are offering an, an alternative to hard seltzer, sparkling. Tequila. Sparkling tequila. What? 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 All right. Let's get into it. So there's one brand, O-N-D-A, Onda, or O-N-D-A. Onda. They are launching um, in NYC with a line of tequila beverages. Uh, They are a spirits brand of a new generation of drinkers. Uh, They are available for purchase nationally at drinkonda.com and in select retail locations throughout the greater NYC area. Now, their beverages are made with Blanco Tequila from a woman-owned distillery in Jalisco, Mexico, which is really awesome to see. Uh, The tequila is carefully mixed with a sparkling water and real fruit juice to create a finished drink that tastes a light and refreshing with just a hint of tequila, which, if I'm being real... I would want a lot of tequila, but that's just me. Uh, Each 12-ounce can is 5% alcohol, 100 calories, zero sugar, zero carbs, and naturally gluten-free. And the company was founded by four friends as a partnership with 25 Madison and NYC Venture Studio. CEO and co-founder Noah Gray said, Over the past year... As our friends drank hard seltzer with mystery alcohol and cheap ingredients, we were thirsty for something better. I love that quote because I have now tried hard seltzer in several several different varieties. I'm promising again we're going to do it on the show, even though Gabe doesn't want to. But I want to know what the alcohol is in there. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It says a little bit like a hint of tequila. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about in hard seltzer. I want to know what the alcohol is, but this was what they uh, what they have made is basically, you know, tequila. Sparkling. Yeah, they made a sparkling tequila Yeah, in the hard seltzer and even in the alcoholic water. Like what? Yeah, what is it? Is it like grain alcohol? They don't tell you. They just say like it's a, a, they don't. Dealer's choice. That's exactly what this guy is talking about. He's like, it's mystery alcohol. And like, yeah, it kind of is. So I love that there's. 
they're, they basically see the sparkling, how, you know, the seltzer industry has taken off and they see an avenue to make something that's a little bit more natural, more right. honest, more f- upfront. And that also sparked another tequila seltzer venture. Husband and wife Christopher Worth and Camila Soriano launch Volley, a 100% blue agave tequila seltzer. So little bit of competition over here. Uh, as the first clean tequila seltzer on the market, Volley has completely eliminated commonly used fake sugars, natural flavorings, essence, and corn syrup. Stay thirsty, my friends. Because no one should put corn syrup in their drinks. Uh, mixed with 100% organic fruit juice, never from concentrate, Volley is now available in four flavors. Zesty lime, spicy ginger, sharp grapefruit, and tropical mango. Uh, it's currently available for purchase in a four-can variety pack or single-flavor four-pack, only available in New York, New Jersey, and Florida, as well as shipping to all 50 states. Even Montana? Even Montana, Stephen. Oh, my God. Finally, something for them to do. Uh, it's best enjoyed chilled and from the can, Volley's tantalizing tequila forward seltzer, 10.5 proof, 5.25% ABV. It's free of gluten and added sugar and has fewer calories than vodka at only 100 to 110 calories per can. I still don't get it. So we... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The point is there are two completely different tequila-based, sparkling tequila-based drinks hitting the market at the same time that have completely nothing to do with each other, but they're popping up at the same time as a natural and more exciting alternative to hard seltzer. Why is seltzer blowing up? Everyone wants to be skinny all of a sudden? That's another conversation for another podcast. Yes. I mean, there's just been news. Every week I try to put a seltzer story in the news and Gabe always tells me not to because... I don't tell you not to. He's so sick of talking about it. I'm always just like, oh God, another seltzer story. It's the trend right now and it's because it's... Yeah, I think well, it's because it's natural, it's healthy. It's not It's not natural, but they at least market they, it that yeah, way. Yeah, that's true. And so it's like, it's a little bit more, you know, let's you know what? have a drink and at, not take in any calories. At the end of the day, it is beach season. No one's really going to the beach, and if you are, wear a mask, but it's beach season. So, all right. I'll, I'll quit bitching. How about that? Lay off seltzer, Gabe. Fine. Oh, oh I, I... Steven, is it time for a toast? It's time for a toast, because we got beer to drink, and I'm pumped about it. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Everybody raise a glass with me. As you slide down the banister of life, may the splinters never point in the wrong direction. Ouchie. Life is a waste of time, and time is a waste of life. So let's get wasted all of the time, and have the time of our life. Ugh. I thought you were going to stop after ouchie. I thought that was going to be it, and I was going to go, wow, really? You know, that would hurt. (laughs) That would be hilarious. I do believe it's time.
here's the thing about Rhythm Brewing Company. They are they, dope. That. And they have two beers. And we're going to drink both, both of them. Uh, we're going to kick things off with their flagship beer, which is uh, just their standard unfiltered lager. Um, so just a little bit about, about the company. Um, it was founded by a beast and pioneer of the uh, brewing industry, uh, Elisa Bowens Mercado. Our new best friend. In 2018. And she wanted to um, kind of fill what she saw as a gap in the craft beer industry in craft lagers. She apparently was at uh, a brew fest with her husband and she saw a bunch of, you know, triple IPAs, half of vices, the crazy stuff. It was all the nuts, the the crazy stuff. I would say the stuff that we like the best. Yeah, And uh, she was like, don't they have any normal Normal beer here, yeah. And so she set out to make sort of a craft alternative to uh, some of the other big beers on the market: Budweiser, Heineken. Stay thirsty, my friend. What not? And we're gonna, so we're going to hear about that. And so uh, she she brews lagers, and this is her uh, flagship unfiltered lager. You can find it at the red label uh, red label can, but yes, it's just called unfiltered lager. And also real quick, um, another reason why it's lagers, uh, we'll, we'll get into it later, but, uh, inspiration from her grandmothers, they were big lager Mm -hmm. fans and they, uh, Granny, Granny didn't mess around with her lagers. Granny liked a milk, uh, Michelob apparently. Apparently. But, uh, yeah, she got her inspiration from it, but yeah, we are starting off. There's a red and blue label. We are starting off with the red label. So this is an unfiltered lager, American style lager, coming in at five point five percent. It is uh, too new to have a rating on Beer Advocate. Um, Untapped has it at three point four eight at the moment. Uh, very light, very very clear, clear. You I know, can see Stephen across the table from me. <laughs> looks like your your Budweisers. Looks like your. Uh, your yeah, classic golden, yep, golden beer color, straw. Uh, small, fluffy it, head. It's on top. clearer than I thought it would be for an yeah. unfiltered lager. I was expecting more haze, yeah. and uh, and I'm not seeing that. Bubbles galore. Bubbles, nice uh, bubbles streaming up from the bottom of the glass. It had about uh, an inch or more of like a rich kind of white foamy head that um, stuck around for a bit, but you know. Not much lacing. It looks like it's a pretty clean drinker, would be my thought. On the nose, why am I getting fruity? I'm getting a hint, hint of, like, sweetness. Yeah, I get um, definitely sweet malt up front, but I Mm. think behind that, the fruity hops, maybe like lemon, like it's like a yeah. light citrus. Yeah, it's a very light, light citrus. Uh, getting honey at Some all? Berry. Um, yeah, honey. Corn uh-huh. a little bit. Um, this is yeah. I mean, I think it's it's just that classic, classic lager. You know, it's it's simple. It's it, I I don't feel yeah. like they 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 didn't want it to do too much to the beer. I mean, one of the quotes uh, from Elisa, the the creator of Rhythm, is, you know, we wanted to get back to basics. So I feel like, you know, it's just, it's pretty standard, but it, it's, it smells good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely malt forward. There is that light citrusy fruitiness in the background. Um, maybe some subtle, like, raspberry-ish or some kind of berry, um, lemon, and then uh, the grain and the honey. 
Cheers. And shall we? I'm getting way more bitter than I thought I was going to get. Yeah. Um, it is not Budweiser. No. It does not have corn syrup in it. I won't do it to you a third time, but <laughs> it do, it's not sweet. It's, um, I don't know. The, the, um, it's, I, I wouldn't call it crisp necessarily. I mean, it's, it's clean in the mouth, but like, it's bitter and the bitterness lingers like i after you mm. sip it yeah there it's it like it's like sticking around like i'm still my mouth is still bitter right now it's yeah it definitely makes you thirsty it makes you want another sip uh lots of lacing around the side of the glass after my third sip mm, yeah um slight carbonation i think i was expecting a little bit more um but uh pretty small to medium mouthfeel um I'm not getting a lot of flavor per se. I think there's more flavor on the nose and it's more subtle on the taste. There's more complexity in the nose for sure. I am behind the bitter. I'm getting like some honey, some corn. Um, I I feel the back feel, like the back end feels very strong. Like I feel like... There's something on the back of my tongue. I And I think it's that bitterness. Yeah, the bitterness is like I it's unpleasant. <laughs> oh no. I don't know how else to put that, but it's it's um it's it's the smell of it, you smell it and you're like, "Oh yeah, there's like a a nice like uh, crisp lager that has a little bit more complexity to it." And then you taste it and I don't know if it's just, I mean, I think she's very new and uh, the company is kind of improving the recipe, I think, as they go. Yeah. So I think that things are changing all the time. I'm not sure if, like, this hits the balance exactly like they want or, or um, it's not bad. I'm getting used to it, but, like, I don't know. The bitterness just took me by surprise, and it wasn't, like, a hop bitter. It wasn't, like, a like a citrusy bitter. It was kind of an unbalanced bitter. It was, like, a lot of um, uh, just, like, sort of unpleasant towards the back mm. of my mouth. Um, maybe, maybe it's a little too basic. Not basic. Uh, a little too simple. Uh, no, I think it's the opposite. I think it's, like, there's something about it that's just, like, it's not... I think what they're going for is like clean, crisp, refreshing. Right. Right. And this one is. It's like a little too clean. It's refreshing, but it's not, it's not clean. That's my point. It's oh, like, it's not a, clean. no, yeah. There's something like, I don't know. You don't taste that. You don't get like a, I, I'm a taste, weird aftertaste. I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, my back of the, the back of my tongue has that bitterness, like lingering, like 100%. And for me, like I said, I'm not. The the flavor that we get and the aroma, you almost don't really get that in the taste. Correct, but you get. But that's why I'm saying it's not clean because okay, there is something Sorry, in the confused. taste. It's not like watery, <laughs> right? You know? no, 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 right, it's, right. There's it, it tastes like beer. It's just you're not going to get the or the the aromas is not featured in the taste of it. The aromas, I think, the promise of the aroma is not necessarily followed through on the taste. It's earthy. 
which you don't expect. It might be because it's unfiltered, but it's very. I will say this: it is very easy to drink. Oh yeah, it's I very. Mean, yeah. It's very. It's even, definitely the um, even at five point five. I mean, obviously, you're not expecting too much of a bite, but I mean, it's it's just like you could you might be able to crush like a six pack of this. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very drinkable. Yeah, um, hot very, summer day type of mm-hmm. like day drinking. Yeah, um, the bitterness just threw me for a loop. Um, but again, it also may be because I was expecting something different. Right. So um, I, I'm i not sure what that is. It just it just threw me for a loop. It, ask me in 10 minutes as I keep drinking it if I still if I still feel that way. Maybe I'll get used to it. We here at The Hop do not leave beer on the table, and neither should yeah, you. This no. is just a disclaimer. Um, <laughs> so we will finish these beers. Um, Absolutely. We'll finish the whole six-pack. Because <laughs> we bought it. Because we have it. <laughs> I think, should we... Okay, so last impressions on their flagship. Very drinkable. Definitely a summer drinker. Needs more umph. Needs more. It needs. I feel like it just needs like a sweeter malt. Mm. I feel like the malt is just not. You know, when I drink an American style lager, the first thing I want to be hit with is sweet malt, cereal, honey, yeah, yeah, yeah. grain, and and I just feel like some of that gets lost for some reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's unfiltered. Although I wouldn't normally expect that to affect the taste. They've got the honey flavor profile down, but yeah, it's. I don't know what else. kind of hops are in here, but I feel like it's a little imbalanced. It's a little bit, um, little little too simple. I don't want to use the word simple because when I think of simple, I think of Budweiser. Ah, That's what I'm saying. I okay. feel like this is the opposite of the simplicity. Eh, not the opposite. I feel like this is just a little bit imbalanced. Okay. Something is out of whack to it, to to me, just to my palate. If you like lagers uh, and you like Budweiser and you like Coors Light and all that stuff, maybe you'll find a little bit of complexity in this that you don't find in those that you're looking for. Um, because it's definitely more, there's more to think about in this than Budweiser. The other thing we have to remind ourselves is our palates are very, very different than like, you know, like my dad, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we drink double IPA Imperial, you know, marshmallow, honeysuckle, where Lindsay Lohan like types of drinks and with she brewing beer now <laughs> she better Lindsay and like with this you know I mean we're not we're not used to how low scale this kind of mixture can be like I feel like someone who's not a big beer drinker may find it be like yeah it's this is solid but with us it's like we're used to so many other different textures and flavors and whatnot. Yeah, I still feel like that's kind of the opposite of what I'm saying, though. You know oh. what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is... <laughs> what I'm saying is that I expected this to be simpler than it is. And there's oh, something okay. about it that is just very in my face. Mm. And it's the bitterness mm. is just, like, way yeah. more... Way stronger than I would expect from what I was about to sip. So I expected an easy-drinking, pleasant experience... And something caught, it's almost like listening to music and a note is just out of tune and it just like, it just like Mm. makes you twitch. Like there's something about it that's just, I'm not saying it's boring. I'm kind of saying the opposite of that. Mm. Like when we drank Dos Equis, it was boring. Right. So 
in that case, you could go, okay, well, your palate likes blah, 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 blah. That's not in here. It's boring. This is not boring. It's something else. It's like, it just feels imbalanced is the only way mm. I can say it. It feels like they need to go back to the drawing board. Well, I don't want to say all that. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, she, I mean, she, um, you know, was not a brewer and she saw something that she wanted to put into the world. And so she just figured out how to do it. And she contract brews from, from breweries around here. So yes, I don't think that she needs to go back to the drawing board at all. I think she's definitely onto something. I would just say as she continues to hone this recipe, I hope that it moves towards something a little bit more balanced. Um, cause it's, I like that it's flavor forward actually. Yeah. I just want the bitterness to be hedged off a little bit given the style that it is. True. True. Absolutely. Um, like, as we mentioned, uh, this was all, made possible by Alisa Bowens Mercado. She is the mastermind behind Rhythm Brewing. Their mission statement, for us, quality means doing it right when no one is looking. We want to make the best beer in the world. Now, they are newly launched as of March of 2018. Uh, They are based out of New Haven, Connecticut, with, as Stephen mentioned, uh, they brew their beer elsewhere. Um, They first started at Overshores Brewing in East Haven. Now they're at Black Hog Brewing in Oxford uh, while keeping the home base in New Haven. Uh, the flagship, like, as we mentioned, they only have two beers, uh, the flagship Red Label and uh, the second beer, which we will drink in just a minute. You will uh, see that. Uh, music, dance, and beer have played a significant role in Elisa's life. Both of Elisa's grandmothers were brewer drinkers, and on special occasions, they would sip, dance, and converse about finding your rhythm in life. And they preferred drinking lagers, one of Elisa's inspirations for starting this whole party. Now, real quick, giving them a little publicity here. This, I thought, was one of the coolest things. Their beer, Rhythm Beer, the flagship red label, appears in Wale's music video for uh, his song, Black Girl Magic, off of the 2019 album, Wow, That's Crazy. So in the music video, you see them dancing, having a good time, drinking Rhythm uh, Beer, which is really, really dope to see. That's dope. This woman is my new hero in life um she was the owner or is the owner of elisa's house of salser which is on which is in new haven um and she i i I would say that she embodies in her life that she embodies in her life the kind of rhythm that she pours into her beer absolutely her life like when you i mean you know from what we we read about her and, and saw about her on uh on social media and whatnot, her life is about music, dance. It's just, there's just a rhythm of vivaciousness. It's, she's it's, alive. Yeah. You know? She, she wants to, you know, bring it all together in her own style. And now she's putting that into beer. Um, she, uh, said being a chick, I want more women in the industry. I want more women brewing. I want more women canning. I want them to have a significant role and not just consume it. I want to let women out there know you can brew. We have our place in the industry. And amen to that. Amen to that. And then, like, you know, she's showing that 
she's showing that she can do that. I mean, with this, with these beers, with the company, I mean, she's expanding. There, there, there are articles left and right about how she's changing the game, not only in Connecticut, but in the beer world. And, and she's also, we should mention, this is, uh, she's a woman of color, uh, African-American woman. She is the first black woman brewing beer, craft beer in the state of Connecticut. Um, one of the few black women brewing craft beer in the country. The country, yeah. And uh, so she's she's diversifying the craft beer scene. She's changing the game. She's opening the doors uh, to a lot. And she's, you know, doing it her way with her style. Especially for black-owned businesses. I mean, mm-hmm. she's really getting her name out there. And it's really, it's an interesting uh, thing to see. And um, she's and she's doing it herself too. You know what I mean? Right. She's out there brewing the beer. She's like we said, she's contract brewing, which actually has been great for her in this uh, COVIDy time because she doesn't have a brick and mortar facility to worry right. about. So she's contract brewing. It's been great for the business. Uh, she is doing the brewing. She's doing the canning. She's doing the distri- like she's she's doing- making she's making our home state. She she's making our home state special for us. She she's making it proud for us to say we're from Connecticut. I will say that. Um, one really cool thing, when the canning and labeling process begins, she turns up Gloria Estevan's Rhythm is Gonna Get You for Good Luck, and she says it's working because of the company. And I want a. There's a video on YouTube of them canning, all the employees, they're dancing, they're salsaing, they're having a good time, and it's just like, hell yeah, man, that's how it should be. Yeah. Make I, your yeah. beer. It's a party. It's a party for her, and I love that. And um, I feel like she's trying to put that into her beer, and she is, um, you know, figuring it out. I just love how young the company is. I love that it's not, you know, we've had a lot of breweries on this show, and as much as I love having the anchor uh, brewings of the world that have been brewing for, uh, you know, a century. Um, this is a place that's brand new, so I can say what I want about this beer, but it, the recipe could completely change right. next year because she first brewed it at Overshores, and now at Blackhawk, she's working with the brewers at Blackhawk to improve the recipe. Right, and they know. could they could help her. They could help her change it. They yeah. can offer suggestions, whether she takes that or not. They could add more beers. I mean, they're 2018. They only have two. They yeah. might add more. They might add different things. So this um, is a brewery that is in the process of development. And They're growing. They're going to get up there. And so my take on the beer is kind of secondary to the fact that I love that this place exists. I love the culture of this place. I love this woman who's in charge of it and who founded it. I love her mission. And I think her beer is only going to get better for it because and, she's a beast. And they're calling her uh, the Lady Lager. Ah, yes. That's it, her is, nickname. That's what they originally right. called this beer, I think. I, yeah, I believe so. And then they just decided, let's go with the let's basics. Let's take it off. And, uh, unfiltered. Light well, uh, should we grab the other beer and then uh, and then go from there? I mean, I definitely need more beer. Uh, okay, let's do it. Oh, yeah. me gloria i'm ready to can some beer (laughs) we are jumping right into the second beer um this is 
basically the lighter version of the flagship beer. It's uh, the blue label, so it's also an unfiltered lager, but it is the lighter version. Light in calories, not in flavor, is the slogan of this beer. Coming in at 4.8% ABV. Uh, right now, it's a little hazier than the other one. Um, we're thinking maybe it might change in a few minutes, but right now it's it's looking pretty yeah, hazy. Yeah, a little hazier. It's lighter in color. Lighter in color. Definitely lighter on the SRM scale. Uh, lower of the barrel, so to speak. Uh, Beer Advocate, no rating yet, but Untapped gave it a 3.61. Uh very, I have a very pillowy head. It's like an inch thick, um, not going anywhere. Uh, with Steven and I are both drinking out of pint glasses, but the, the glasses are a little shaped differently. So I'm thinking funky. that's why yours, yours is a little mine dissipated quicker. Yeah. yeah. Mine, look at this though. Like I, you could fall asleep. Yeah. You could take a nap on that. <laughs> I feel like, um, this beer, I don't know exactly when they released it. I think it was like this year like, yeah or, i think this is like the, the brand brand new so um so we're looking at uh, a possible uh resemblance to the flagship just a lot lighter on the nose see now i i smell i think i'm smelling bitterness yeah i'm i'm getting some hops i mean i'm getting uh I'm getting more hops and bitter than I was off the nose of the last one. Definitely, uh, I get lemon again. I yeah. get whatever. I mean, it doesn't say what kind of hops are in there. The can. Uh, I'm says, getting. I'm getting that honey uh, flavor to it as well. The can just says uniquely paired hops and malts brewed for a smooth, crisp, clean finish. Uh, like you said, light in calories, not light in flavor. Um, this one is unfiltered as well, uh, and. It looks more unfiltered than the last yeah, one. Yeah, it's it's so interesting that it's lighter, but it's it's hazier. I yeah, I get the honey, I get the lemon. I'm I don't think I smell much else. The malt doesn't really come forward on the nose as much. It is Yeah, I get a little bit of that citrusness. It kind of is what I was expecting, which is kind of like if you took that red label mm-hmm. and watered it down a bit, yeah, you'd have this. But because of that, the bitterness that I was tasting in the last one is still mm-hmm. in here, mm-hmm. but it's watered down a little bit. So you don't taste it. So as much. it doesn't bother me as much. I was, I was, yeah, one hundred percent. I was just about to say that I. I am getting that 100%. I mean, you don't have that back of the tongue. I don't have that back of the tongue feel mm-hmm. anymore because it is the lighter version. It does feel watered down. It's much cleaner. It's, you know, this is, when you say crisp and clean and refreshing, this is much closer to what I'm thinking than the than, first than one. Than the red, yeah. Yeah. The blue label. I, I think, I'm going to keep sipping it, but I think I like blue more than red. I do too, and I was not expecting to. And I, I yeah, I thought it would be the opposite, and I'm not just picking this because my favorite color is blue. <laughs> I'm wearing blue right now, but no, I mean this you know is what? just more refreshing. We need to say, in all fairness, that the cans we were drinking were canned on December 31st, 2019, of the Red Label, which is old and older than we would like to have on the show. Um, we, you know go back and forth on how uh, 
on how much of a difference does that make in the end, I don't know. But uh, I do feel that it's important to at least put that forward if right. we're going to talk about, you know, what we perceive as flaws in the beer. In fairness, it, it could, could be, be the, canning. the canning. But this one uh, was canned much more recently and does have the same kind of things there. Like you imagine if you took the lightness out of it yeah. and made it bolder, it would taste like the red label. So yeah, the, the blue the blue is uh, is really doing it for me. Yeah, I'm, it's good. I'm a it, fan. It's very it, – this is like, you know – Ballpark summer day, sitting out by the picnic, having a barbecue. This is the perfect. I would love this at a ball game. Mm-hmm. Love it, and I would love to see this at like City Field or Yankee Stadium. Like one hundred percent, I would get my hands on this now because it's, it's crushable. It's another crushable. It's a, it's, yeah. it's lower ABV than the first one. It's four point eight. Um, right? Yeah, four point yeah. eight. So it's like you could crush another six pack. Of it just, I think, it just has more hop character than you expect from a lager. Yeah, the hops are are you know, and it's it's funny because she set out to brew lagers which are kind of hopless. I mean, they're not hopless, but they're kind of the hops are hidden. Um, but and, okay, here's the thing though: the aroma. I'm not getting the taste from. The like the, it smells different. Like it smells one th- one way, and it's kind of like okay, that that's got a distinct, you know, aroma to it. But then when you taste it, it's so much lighter and crisper. Like it's, I, I like the taste more than I like the smell. Yeah, yeah, it's um, I it, it this is kind of closer to just what I thought it was getting with the first one, which might have been why that bitterness was so aggressively right. off-putting to me. Yeah, because this one is what my palate expects when I go, okay, I'm gonna have a Corona right now, or I'm gonna have a, right. you know, it's not a Corona, it's not Mexican lager, but it's it's just cleaner, it's lighter, it is more similar to it that. Does it's highly carbonated. You, it does keep you wanting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, you know. That's kind of how it should be. Now, if you are like, uh, oh, man, like I live in Connecticut. I'd love to try a young uh, brewery and support a black-owned business and all that. But, man, I really don't like lagers. Well, good news. She's participating in the uh, Black is Beautiful beer campaign and will have an Imperial Stout on the market soon. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, And she is also participating in um, the uh, Fresh Fest beer festival that we discussed um in philadelphia which uh features black owned breweries you can hear more about that on a previous episode um maybe the i don't know go listen to all of them and figure it out for yeah, yourself. yeah figure it out uh she is uh, the rhythm is also a part of the great donate uh, a portion of the proceeds they receive will go to black lives matter in new haven and frontline frontline workers in the new haven area uh which is really awesome to see so uh rhythm is definitely being part of several movements including the black is beautiful um along with uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, at this time, deliveries and curbside pickup only available in CT because of our good friend Rona, who's ruining everything. Roro, go But away. they have free delivery on beer orders over $50. And last, but certainly not least, one of the coolest things about this brewery. Steven? Gabe? They have an illuminated LED tap handle at select uh, locations. They do. So you can find your rhythm. Bang! Exclamation point! I want to go to all the bars in 
good old CT and find their tap handle and just be like, there it is. Like, what is it? <laughs> What's happening over there? <laughs> you good? There was some shit in my beer. I got it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, we're doing an episode here, bud. What are we doing? All right. The tap handle, it glows in the dark. Or it's, it no, it's, it lights, lights up. up. And it's, I'm sure it's dope. It glows in the light, too. It glows in the light. It, so. Yeah. That's, look at, you can look out for it in Connecticut beer. Connecticut, Connecticut beers. I, Connecticut bars. I want to start just going to bars and looking for just lit up tap handles and leaving if they don't have it. Yeah, that'll make a statement. You don't have LED tap handles. We're out of here. And I want one. Yeah. I talked on the last episode about how I love tap handles. Tap That's handles good... are an art form that are that have been slept on for quite some time. I there some tap handles are very dope and very distinct to the brewery. I mean, they come in all shapes and sizes, but like I just love when I see a brewery that has a very distinct handle. Like when like I love a brewery where it's like even if I'm sitting at a table, they don't have a beer list, it's not listed on the wall. Right. I don't I don't know what they have on tap, but I can look at the tap handles and, know and exactly. I can't see what it is, but I can tell what yes, beer they have on tap. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because they're also different and unique yes. and whatnot. Um Final thoughts on the blue. I am shocked to report that I like the blue. Better than the red. Uh, I think Indeed. that it represents um, a little bit of growth in the brewery, maybe, because it's their newer beer. Maybe it represents uh, development as a brewer, and I think that it accomplishes what it sets out to accomplish, which is um, a fairly flavorful uh, but definitely drinkable beer. Um, brilliant alternative to any of the big beer options out there yes. that, you know, we've named throughout the show. But if you are one of those people who likes those beers, you know, you can have satisfaction beer-wise and also support a great business, a great independently owned business uh, that does amazing work. A great um, person who does amazing a work. A great person, and you can also have just a better beer. And there's no corn syrup in this. Damn straight, he's not going to play the drop again nope. because I'm nope. going to reach over the table if he does. Holding it back. <laughs> but it's it, this is this is really good. Yeah, and, uh, I, I agree. I like the blue more than the red. Uh, solid, solid lager option to pick from. Um, Rhythm Brewing, New Haven, Connecticut. Stand up. Well done. Hell keep, yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. Alisa, we love you. I can't wait to see where this brewery goes from yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, before we go, before we go, fun topic of the week. It's obligatory. We have to talk about it. Yes, we do. Hamilton came out on Disney Plus, and did you think we weren't going to talk about it? Yeah, we. It, it's like football. It's like listen, we gotta address. We this. have to address it at least one point. We have to discuss this. Um, Gabe and I had a. Uh, we 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 took ourselves to the theater. We had a Hamel party. We had an evening, uh, and it delivered on every level I needed it to. I only cried twice, and I'm admitting that on the show. <laughs> only twice? It's fine. What did you cry to? Um, What did I cry to? Uh, uh, well, I don't want to ruin the show for people who haven't seen it. Yeah, well, just sa- name the song. Satisfied Sat- and at one point in the second act. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll keep it there. Yeah, then we yeah, don't yeah. ruin it. Okay, okay. Yeah, sa- Satisfied is one of those. It's... It's a tearjerker. Um, it's just brilliantly acted. It's just, you know, I 
saw Hamilton with the original cast for $10 in New York in the second row. I was about as close to that experience as I could ever be until they released this uh, this video. Yeah, because be, there's a lot of close-ups. To be up there with those actors, you know, and that show, I mean, I know that it will endure. I hope it will endure after COVID and keep doing what it's doing. And I know there have been many iterations and tours around the country, but the fact of the matter is... I saw and you saw. I did something unique that I mean the it's the energy that was in that room on that Saturday night that I went to see that show is something I have not experienced in a theater right anywhere in the world yeah in uh, I don't think ever in my life there was an energy there was a, a electricity to that cast yeah leading up to the Tonys. And, you know, in that first year when they were the original company and I'm, you know, of course you can't keep that going forever. That that's but but to have gotten the privilege to be in that room and experience that was such a magical, unforgettable experience. It's a moment you you will. Yeah, I was just about to say it's a moment you won't forget. And I, I was able to see it as well. I saw it with my parents, also original cast, which thank God. Um, you know, we sat in like the third row in the mezzanine. I was dead center, like dead, dead center. So I saw everything from like that angle, that high up angle. And I, you know, obviously it's different because on Disney Plus you've got the close ups and whatnot. But even seeing it from there, it's it's like you said, it's that energy of it. It just doesn't stop. The amount of times they had to like sing and or act and or talk over applause like the audience mm. just wasn't they were like this is too good to not but it's you know. just that the the disney plus film to me very closely captures what i felt to be what it felt like to be in that room at that time right so i think you know if you have the opportunity and you haven't seen hamilton live i think there's absolutely no replacement for live theater you should you should go see it if you can Find your way there if you have. If you the means, have a year have, to kill and get <laughs> if the you tickets. have the means and everything, but uh, if you don't, I think it's become accessible to such a, a wide audience. And even if you are gonna go see, like, even if you have tickets to it, and you're like, I don't want to ruin it. The Disney Plus experience will give you something different than you'll get going to the stage right. show. And um, I, I just can't say enough about it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Disney Plus had to blur out some of the bad language. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about that for a second, though. This is is great. So it's on Disney Plus. They use the F word, what, three, four times? In the show, there are three three, F-bombs. There are three F-bombs. According to Lin-Manuel Miranda. Correct. And they had to block out at least two of them. He was given one. He was allowed one yeah, he was allowed to have one if he wanted the PG-13 rating. Right. So the way he tweeted about it, he said he literally gave two fucks so that the kids <laughs> could see it. And he said that the uh, if you know the soundtrack, great. If you don't, um, this is just going to be meaningless to you, but, uh, you know, bear with us. Uh, he said that um, Hercules Mulligan, uh, when you knock me down, I get the back up again would be blurred and yep. he also they blurred out southern de- uh southern mother- democratic Re- uh yeah. southern, southern democratic Re- scratch and democratic republicans Okay, yeah. I was yeah. trying to, I'm trying to think of the song. They put a record scratch in there, which means there was one left and what I want to know 
is which one was that? Because I looked. We didn't hear it. We didn't hear it, Lynn. The only time, the only thing I could think of was there's there's a part where he says it, but he doesn't. He says he doesn't finish it, and yeah. then somebody cuts him off and starts singing. But he doesn't say CK. He just says fa. If you don't have the k, you didn't it say. It doesn't count. Fuck. Right. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda needs to give more fucks. I need a stronger... I need a stronger fuck. If that counts as as it, though. Yeah, I think it did, because we... I think it must. I it, can't find another one. We can't find another Unless one. Unless I missed it. But if that counts, um, I can understand why that's the one he kept, because I don't know how you're going to blur that out. But it, uh, it was very distracting. It was yeah. honestly very distracting when we were watching it. I was, like, trying to look for where, the... Where is it? Where, yeah. where did they say fuck? There's a there's the part where he says, sit down, John, you fat mother effer. But yeah, in the show, so on the soundtrack, it's bleeped out, but it's also bleeped out in the show. Yeah, it's part of the, the music. Part of like the joke, so to speak. Yeah. So I don't know. We need more. We need more F-bombs. But uh, it does bring up an interesting, you know, discussion about is... Will more shows do, you know, Hamilton will is the great experiment. We're going to see how this affects the show moving forward, the stage show, ticket sales. Right. And will more shows be able to do this? Because it's kind of been a discussion forever in the Broadway community. You know, do we film and release these shows? I mean, the National Theater does it in London. Uh, the, the National Theater has been releasing shows weekly on YouTube. Yes. We just, uh, Scott and I just watched Midsummer, and it and was there, great. And there have been more of them, too. You yeah. Know, it's not just the National. I think the Globe is doing it. The, Glo- the Globe uh, did a few. Uh, when I was in London studying abroad, I saw Midsummer. They released that one. Yeah. I watched the shit out of that performance. It's incredible. So, but yeah, I mean, they, they have a lot of these theater at home releases but on broadway it hasn't really been i mean there have been certain shows that have done it they filmed the final cast of rent they did into the woods sunday in the park with george memphis shrek there are certain ones that shrek is also on youtube i know that i almost watched it (laughs) yeah yeah i've seen i've seen it i i watched it i i watched spongebob and we saw we saw spongebob oh that was an experience but these some of them are out but a lot of shows don't get filmed and it's like you know if if this works for hamilton and Hamilton released it. I'm not even asking you to release it while the show's still open. No, release, release it, it after. afterward. Yeah, because I would love to have a copy of the original next to normal. That you know would I mean? give that would give people a chance to go see it. And then if it like like let's be real with Hamilton, I've heard so many stories of like I got my tickets a year and a half in advance. Yeah, and it's just like you know it's that popular. It's that you know much of a show. So it's like if you if it's that crazy for you then you'll be able to see like for all the people who didn't get to see it with the obc original broadway cast you can see it on the disney plus now yeah. i can see frozen i i'm 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 surprised frozen isn't up there yet like let's be real well they that's, have to that's probably next but if they, they were to release one well it's not because they didn't film it and the show's closed now well who <laughs> whose fault was that but that's what I mean. They it took it took Hamilton was a three day shoot. They shot the Sunday matinee. They shot Sunday night with no audience in there. They shot all day Monday. They shot all day Tuesday. And then they filmed the Tuesday night show. That's crazy. So it's a three day shoot. And then you know there's a lot of directing and editing that goes into this. I mean mm. it's 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 more complicated than it's not filming a sports show. You know it's not just right. put the cameras in there and, and go and go. Yeah, it's more complicated than that. But 
because uh, they cut the camera a few times. They sometimes you want the you want to see the full stage. Sometimes you're just a close up with one character. Like, but if the cast is properly compensated and the crew is properly compensated and everybody gets you know the cut that they should get, right? And uh, you have the team in place to do it, and you can afford the production. Um, in theory, your show. I mean, Hamilton just passed a billion dollars in sales. And part of it is because of the Disney Plus deal and the film. And then eventually maybe they'll release it on DVD. And let me tell you something. I will be the first in line <laughs> to buy the DVD. I don't even remember how to play DVDs in my <laughs> – I think I have a PlayStation that does it. But Yeah. <laughs> oh but gosh. I will absolutely buy that and sit it right next to my Rent and Into the Woods DVDs because I want to be able to have it forever and I don't want to have it on a streaming service that could take it down. That could I take it down, exactly. Have it. So, yeah. That's why DVDs aren't exactly going out of style. You'll have it forever. Yeah. So um, if you haven't watched it, um, I highly recommend it. If you're someone who's in the theater and you're like, yeah, it's Hamilton. I'm not getting into the hype. Just trust me. It's worth it. It's brilliant. It is one of the the generation-defining musicals. Um, and I, I just I cannot recommend it enough. It was such a well done, simple production. They didn't try to do anything funny or weird. It's just it's it's, it's the just show. it is what it is exactly. It's and just straight up. There's there there are you know many moments where it, it changes a bit, and they've got you know in the middle of a song and the beginning is satisfied. I mean she's singing, and then it's the you know it's 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 got the 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 remix vibe to it but it's different and it's it's but that's but that's what you saw on stage that's right what i'm saying is this they they didn't take it and make a movie they just said we're gonna film what you see on stage and throw it up there and make it look good they set out to recreate the experience of being in the richard rogers theater on those two nights in i think it was june july whenever they filmed it and to my mind they recreated it based on what i saw right so i'm very appreciative of it Guys, we got to go. Thank you for joining us for another round of The Hop. Uh, like we said, follow the show, uh, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, and check out Rhythm Brewing Company. This woman is doing amazing work and deserves to be supported, and we're so happy we could have had her on the show. Support Black Lives Matter. Support black-owned businesses. Check out us next week, and uh, let us know what you want us to drink. Go find your rhythm. Cheers. <laughs>